See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. All right. As papers crumble and we consult the, the mighty gods of movies. Hey, who are we? Why are we? What are we? What is this thing? I don't know. This is Slow Robot A Go Go. Big show number 103. Mm. 103 times. Yes. I mean, previously we've done 102 of these. And yes. we're going to keep going for you, Just the for listener. You. Out there in podcast listener land. You personally, Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> and Jimmy. You personally, insert name here. And, okay, uh, so. Jane. You can find us on blah, 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 internet stuff everywhere. Um, but I would be, I would ask of you that you go to uh, slowrobotagogo.wordpress.com. That way you can, like, you know, keep up with all the happenings of, of in daily life for the Slow Robot crew. Or you can join our Facebook group in which I say things like, hey, look at this thing, and what about that stuff, and things. Or you can go to the hub of all entertainment, which would be bunchofdorks.com. There you'll be presented with three choices, and hmm. only three choices. One is Slow Robot A Go Go. That's the one that pertains to B movies, B through Z grade movies. There's the middle button, which is a comic book podcast, which will be eluded to no, which will be expounded upon in the near, very near future. And number three is Bunch of Dorks, which is a movie, well, a music dumb issue podcast in which yours truly, Mao, talks about some dumb topic and tucks in tons of tons and tons and tons of fresh independent music, of which I have a lot as of late. But never mind that. Who's here with me and why? Why? <laughs> yes. Why, you ask? <laughs> yes. Why? From parts unknown. Dr. Morbius. From parts unknown. <laughs> Why? Because I love these movies, and I love doing this podcast. Just for you, Sally. Why? Because I gotta. Because I can. <laughs> because we have a microphone. <laughs> and potty mouths. Yes, we do. And... Messed up brains that watch too many of these movies. That's right. Yeah. That other button would be 2D. That's right. Two dimension combo is podcast. That three, is that in 3D? No? No, not yet. It ah. will be soon. We will be popping out of your in computer screen. around. Round. And we do round. reviews of comic books and comic book movies and things like that. And nice. You, and you must, uh, you must come and, and listen to our, our ramblings. It's funny. It's good. King no. Don, Dr. Morbius. Yes, from Parts Unknown. Uh, Dallas and Rook. He takes pawn, from what I understand. That's right. I just I was waiting for that. Checkmate, for that. Rook. Yeah. <laughs> and go to Destination Nightmare blog for more comics and uh, movie reviews and all sorts of groovy things yeah. like that. A lot That's of free cool. stuff on there. That's cool. You know. Yep. That's uh, you guys are very uh, knowledgeable to the point yes. of I'm like wow I'm astounded <laughs> to the you point know? of like why <laughs> <laughs> why because I gotta <laughs> part two yeah. now the um yeah I mean you know that's one of the things I'm I'm continually like kind of I don't want to say reevaluating but I always kind of uh, think about the podcast think about this podcast here the slow right. robot uh, 
podcast, and the bunch of dorks one is is kind of simple. It's it's a very simple premise. It's just mostly music, you know. Yeah. Um. So I do show prep. I do try and think of a um a good topic because like last week I just did a of like a free free form and it sucked and I was sad. But you know, you guys are so knowledgeable about the about the comic books. You know. Right. I almost feel like bad about doing the the movie reviews because although I have this like this extensive library and I've watched millions and millions of just crazy movies that most other people wouldn't I I I'm I don't really um analyze them. I don't really pick them apart to the point of like some of the podcasts I listen to they get very you yeah. know, they talk about uh, mise-en-scene, and they talk about all this other stuff, and I'm like, I, I just take it for what it is. I, I, I do, too. And I've always done that. I do, too. And, and, I, and, I, and I'm like, well, you know, should I even be doing a review podcast? Sure you should. I sh- I, that's the way I thought of it. I mean, as I thought about it, I was like, sure, I could talk about story arcs and mise-en-scene and all this other, you know, all this stuff where people used to pick stuff apart, but what's the point? You're especially, talking about, especially when you're doing movies like we're doing. Yeah, we're talking about movies that cost a, a nickel and a wish, you know. And you click on all the IMDb, there's only one title for every one of them that's ever been in them, you know. So it's it's kind of like, I don't know. Our, 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 instead of Miz on scene, our movies are more like Miz on Thrope. Miz on Sad. Yeah. <laughs> we can talk about the Miz on Sad. But anyway. Yeah, I don't know. and and um, I, But I think that's our niche, you know, to be honest with you. that. You can talk. You you can uh, break down stuff. One of the things that always bothers me about r- reviews, about Rotten Tomatoes, about all this stuff, you know, nobody kind of knows their role in that. Like, you know, when you're talking about like a, a Stallone movie, should they always get twenty percent? Of course not. Hmm. That nobody thinks about like what it is that is being presented. You know. Like, I remember Man with the Iron Fist got trashed. I'm like, well, what did you think you were going to watch? Like, it's a kung fu movie. You know, no kung fu movie other than a, a few of the higher-minded higher, higher minded ones would ever score above, like, a 30% on Rotten Tomatoes. But com- but people that love kung fu movies love them. Like, like no one, no one reviews it from that mindset. Like, a Disney movie isn't supposed to be deep and, you know, and powerful and moving. It's a freaking Disney movie. Like, just, yeah. you know, it's a squirrel chasing a nut around. That Ice Age thing, you know. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But they get trashed continually, like, on these review shows, and you're like, well, come on, man. Like, no one thinks of it, like, from that perspective, I guess, but... I mean, we're not really reviewing. We're just talking about the yeah, movie. Yeah, we just talk about it, you know. And we're just telling you... We're, we're kind of, like, um, not really reviewing. We're the cliff notes of moviegoers. <laughs> yeah, <something like> that. <laughs> we're just kind of, like, putting a spotlight on... Things that you may have missed, and if you do like these these trashy, goofy things, and yeah. we, we then you wanna, probably dig it. You know, we, we right dig. We're not, you know, you can you can you can find out about whatever new movie yeah. is playing and read about it in every magazine, but you're not going to read about today's movie anywhere. Maybe on the net if you look hard enough on. I it. don't even think so. I no. this one this one doesn't really exist. Yeah, and we'll get okay. Well, we'll we're gonna we're gonna more. we're gonna go um, through our normal shtick. Uh, sorry for the long intro here. What have you watched this week, Dr. Morbius? That's a good question. That is a good question. I asked it. Okay. There is no dumb question. I watched two. That's not true. Two. There's always dumb questions. Like, oh, yeah. There's always dumb questions. Sit like, in a... Uh, who's stronger, Hulk or Thor? <laughs> sit in a corporate... Now, that's uh, a good question. Sit in a corporate meeting for long enough. Oh, a well. dumb question's coming. All right, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You are up. Go ahead. What are you, enough what, said. Yeah. 
saw, you saw two movies. Yeah, I saw two movies, two, and one of them was a documentary. Um, I, I, I another Netflix thing. I was just going, or yeah. you know, going through their queue, and I see this one movie, and it says "Good Old Frida," and I go, "Good Old Frida documentary," and it was about the Beatles. Interestingly enough, she huh. was the uh, she was like a young girl in sixteen or seventeen, and she got a job working for Brian Epstein and before the Beatles. And then when the Beatles got signed, she just kind of went along, and she managed their uh, fan club magazine. It was basically there nice. behind the scenes for all that you know went on through all the years. And you know it was it was very nice. It, she was she never talked about it until now. Hmm. You know she waited a long time to talk about it, but it was very you know cool. Or, you know a lot of like stuff you didn't know about you know the the Beatles and you know the going on behind the scenes and very loyal person to the band wouldn't say anything bad about them you know didn't that's good didn't want to like you know bad mouth them and basically they were loyal to her too because when they moved to they were obviously in liverpool and then when they moved to london she said well i can't go because my dad doesn't want me to because she was like 18 or whatever and they basically said look uh, we really want you so you can keep the office here in liverpool and you know you can come to london and 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 then she worked till the end and at the very end you know, she was basically at 72 when the Beatles were already, had already broken up. They were still doing a fan club. They were more, more, you know, working on individuals. Oh yeah, yeah. She got married and she had a kid, and she said, "Look, I, you know, I, I, I just can't do this anymore because I got a family." And you know, basically, like George Harrison and Ringo, who were in the in the conference room, said, "Well, you know what? You were you were with us." at the beginning and and you know you'll you'll be at the end we'll just cancel the fan club now it'll just end with with you so it was it was real nice she had she went through her her house and she she had like clippings of them that you'd never seen before you know all that's these, cool she signed she she and other helpers were the ones who signed all the fan club letters and got autographs wow. so it was a very nice, nice that's documentary. cool you know yeah it's nice to see that's one of the things i always had a lot of admiration uh when I, after I went through Graceland for Elvis. It's nice to see some of the positive stuff. Yeah. You, you, all the news ever highlights is like, oh, you know, all the bad stuff and the Beatles breakups and all that stuff. And uh, they did a ton of good stuff. Yeah, they, they did. They all, not all, most of these bands, most all these bands, they're good-hearted people. They're not pricks. They're just musicians. And they've gotten very lo- huge, you know. Yeah. And, uh... You know, and they've all done neat stuff, good stuff. They cared for their fans; otherwise, they wouldn't make it. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah no, it was a good documentary. That's cool. That's nice that they had a of, good of stuff. somebody you would never have like thought. You know, it was like kind of like, oh, the Brian Epstein story, or this guy, or that guy. No, yeah. it was the girl who ran the fan club and was a secretary. Yeah, but she's that. But the Beatles are so powerful, so popular, yeah, so yeah. incredible. You know, that's yes, yeah. yeah. Cool. All right, what else, what was the other one? Oh, uh, the other one I watched. Uh, I've got another one on Netflix is Lovelace. The movie about Linda Lovelace. Yeah, I have that on my queue, and the the person that stars in that is actually from right around where I grew up. Really, in Pennsylvania. That's yeah. She uh, lives. Safred and Amanda Safred. Something I don't even know. Yeah, yeah, she's like. Well, she's she's a blonde, but they they dye she they dyed her hair uh, brown. She doesn't look to me like um, Linda, Linda Lovelace, Lovelace yeah. but you know she's a good actress and. The movie was okay. It was good. I mean, I wasn't. I'm not going to give it a bad anything on it. The only thing is, is like. They basically, it does go through some of the rough stuff that happened, but it's way watered down. I mean, yeah. you know, it's way watered. This movie wouldn't offend 
anybody these days. You know? <laughs> well, I most mean, movies don't, unfortunately. And if you, if you, it's the problem with you, them. If you even, if you've just even watched the documentary about Linda Lovelace, you find out all the Real horrible stuff, yeah. things that she she did. Yeah. Because of her manager guy or whatever, uh, you know, who put her through. So yeah, there's some really weird. It glosses stories. over a yeah. lot. There's some it's really still a decent uh, movie. I'm sorry to talk over you. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. There's some real weird stuff. Um, in the when whenever you start to learn about the porn industry or and I don't mean like you know like if you watch documentaries or if you watch uh, some of the stuff that ex porn stars do and everything like that, it's kind of really like, wow, how is this even around? You know, what I mean like. Uh, it's really, sh- sh- it's shady to the point of like, you're like, is this even legal in this country? You know, and they yeah. do it and, but it's just weird, you know, uh, it, it's a, it's an interesting, I mean, it's a fa- it's a famous movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, that I mean, was the, it is movie the most they, famous of the, of that's that. the movie that they said almost like celebrities would go to see it and it was, yeah. it was like everyone Johnny was, Carson would talk about yeah, it. Everyone was supposed to have gone seen that, you know, Linda Lovelace and, uh, there, there's know. a scene where she like, she goes to the Playboy mansion and with Hafner, you know, the whole nine years. She was <laughs> a big star. The movie made like, I don't know how many millions, like 300. She got paid, I think 2000. Now, which one she was in Debbie does Dallas. No, no, oh, no, no, no. Oh, behind the green door. Nope. She just did deep throat and she might've done deep throat too, but I think she only, I mean, she basically said she only in her whole career, she only did like maybe like, 12 hours of porn that was wow. it wow she didn't do a lot but she so got famous I, from that one movie oh my god but no. she did some horrible things which we can't talk about on right. okay now wh- who so who was in Debbie Does Dallas or those were just normal movies well, I don't remember yeah, what her name matter. was but Marilyn Chambers was yeah Marilyn Chambers was, was behind, the, behind green door, the green door okay and Georgina Spelvin was um, that's who I was thinking of I was thinking of Marilyn Devil Chambers Devil Miss Jones was uh, Georgina Spelvin yeah which and you know what to be honest all those movies that are like people talk about from the 70s or whatever one second on the internet is is more horrible hardcore than than any of those put together. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just crazy. Yeah. Wow. Well. Is that all you saw this? Yeah, that's it. All right, cool. Um, I watched Oblivion, not the uh, sci-fi with Tom Cruise, although that's sitting out there now from Netflix too. I watched the other Oblivion with the the snake or the the lizard guy with the red jewel in his eye. I don't ghosts. know that. Oh, it's like a B, sci-fi B movie. It's really funny. It's really weird. It's like has a, it's a western. Uh, <coughs> it's like a western sci-fi thing. It's really crazy. It's called uh, Oblivion. Um, funny, you know. I enjoyed it a lot. So, uh, actually, I think it got sent to me by accident instead of the other Oblivion. Who's in it? I don't know. Um, nobody's. I'm, well, no, okay. not that shouldn't say nobody's. There's some people in it, but I can't think of them offhand. Okay. Um, and then of course I watched uh, Trailer Trash. Which is oh. a which is a movie you gave me. Oh. I didn't get through the entire thing because that seems to go on forever. That's like a. You watched lo- that on your own, didn't you? No, I'm a, uh, but anyway. Um, oh no, you didn't. Put I put a list. I put a list together of that. Oh. Trailer Trash is a movie that's introduced by um, not Don Rickles. Who who is it? Uh, Dom DeLuise. Dom DeLuise. You remember him? Sure, none of us do. Uh, and <laughs> and then and you're watching him and there's. It's a real crazy mixture. It's just a, t- a uh, strung together trailers. <laughs> um, there was a bunch of them. I wrote down a list. Dude, I just want. There's just one. I want. I want to see if it's on your list. Back- Pre- Prelude to Happiness. Oh no, my God, that was weird. I found that movie. Oh my God. It's it's just boring, but it just looked. Like, but the subject matter was like. 
I'll have to get you. I don't even. No, I don't know. I just even. It's just whatever. Well, right after the happening. One of the. I'm. I'm gonna list. Uh, these are the list of ones that I <laughs> jotted down. Uh, Seven brothers and one sister meet Dracula. That's a kung fu movie. Yeah, it sounds like um, it. I, I'd like to see that one. These are ones I want to see. That's what like, I mean. That's why I gave it to you because you know it's gonna give you like bad th- ideas. There's one that I really want us to do. It's called Bummer. <laughs> it's like that weird one with like yeah, a band, and that one it. looks like that one yeah, just looks yeah. wrong yeah, and weird. Bummer, yeah. Right off the bat, Knockers McCullough, and you're like <laughs> the story of Knockers McCullough. <laughs> you're like what? Like that? At first you're watching them, that. and they show like one or two trailers, and you're like, okay, whatever, these are just trailers. And then Knockers McCullough comes <laughs> on, and you're like. What is this now? <laughs> yeah, and you're just like, what am I watching? This is crazy. It's like, and then it, um, the Touchables. <laughs> I have that it, one too. That looks like a very odd um English yeah, from England, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. London, whatever. They they live in a bubble, and it's just this coven of weirdness or something. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, Stunt Rock. I didn't get to that. Bummer one, and Stunt Rock are the two that, like, to <laughs> me, we could even do a twofer because they're all band and music related, and they're weird. They're just weird looking. Um, and then uh, what is it, Merlina Hump? Mer- Merlin Hump? It's like this long title, like. Oh, I don't know. The that. Misadventures of the Misanthropes Merlina Merlin Hump. I have to find Hump. that one. I have to look through it. Okay. I well, didn't watch the whole thing. I stopped at Prelude to Happiness because I was like oh dying my God. of laughing. And then there was the, there was that one where they were showing like the gun, the buffalo getting shot. I had a foot. Oh, that bust the beast and the children. That's Billy Moomy from. Uh, I had a fest. Lost in Space. But but did you see how stupid it was? Yeah. Because the other guy's like a bad actor. You know what I mean? And he's like, wow, yeah, you know, but, doesn't that and the other thing. But yeah. And I I had a fast forward to that. I hate animals. Of course, animal of course you did. Shot. Yeah, of course you would. Um, and. As I was watching this movie, Trailer Trash, which you can't really call it a movie, but it's it is. It's just a it compilation is. of trailers yeah. that somebody put together. One of the things that um, struck me is 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 how diverse. Yes. Old B movies. Well, stuff. no, old um um trailers were. Oh yeah. Like when you watch movie, like now movies trailers are just the same thing. It's the exact same editing. Oh, I see what you mean. It's the yeah, exact they everything. Different storylines and different yeah, yeah ideas. Wh- like where them. you almost can't tell one movie from the other except for who's in it and those movies like those trailers and how they were pitched and how they were shown to you was so different like and wide ranging you know yeah some missed some hit there was one where they were yelling viva chiba it was a sunny (laughs) chiba and it was going viva chiba viva chiba and to the point where you like wanted to hit yourself in the head because it was so (laughs) annoying but at first you're like, that's kind of weird. Why are they doing that? And because the, they kept on going faster and faster and faster, it was a it was an idea that didn't work, but it was cool to see some unique ideas coming out of a marketing department or unique ideas about how they're gonna make you want to see this movie. Did, you know? Did you see? Was is the one on there? If it's not, I'll have to find it for you. Where it's like. Hi, there's some guy. It sounds like the real Don Steele, but it's not him. Hi, I'm so and so at the movie theater, and I'm interviewing people after they've watched a double mm-hmm. feature. Was that on there? I think so. With the yeah, laughing yeah. guy at the end, was like, eh, with a weird little laugh or whatever. Oh no, maybe not. Uh, there was it. no there. Was, yeah, that guy was on there because because okay. they, they even like looped him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's, okay. This is what did you think of the movie? Eh, yeah, uh, and they they like looped him into the fade to black. Then I I did see that guy. I'm telling you, man. It, it was. It's that made cool. you want to go see the movie. It, most of them I wanted to see, and <laughs> now that, this you. is right in our wheelhouse, so yeah, it's not yeah, a yeah. stretch to hand me a bunch of bad trailers and I go, I want to see that one. I want to <laughs> see that one. I want to <laughs> see that one. But it, you know, when you're watching, you're like, man, where is all this stuff? Where is all this diversity? 
know. in the movies and in how they present them. I know. You know it always has that guy who just drank a molten lava and smoked 20 cigarettes. Yeah, He's voice, always the voiceover the voice, guy. Yeah. He's like, in a world. You know? And they pot him up and he sounds so graspy and, ra- uh, you know. But it was uh, it was cool to yeah. see him. <laughs> he's mean, he's black, and he's coming back. Oh, and then when they did the, when they did Sister Street Fighter, I was oh, like jumping, was awesome. I was like jumping up and down. I love that movie. It's so insane. That was awesome. And I love that actress. She is like so badass, dude. Oh, yeah. oh my god. Yeah, it was like they they jumped all around because it was like right after see Sister Street Fighter, some movie called Lola. Yeah, Lola, like, and it's like some S and M thing or yeah, something. And you're like, oh. but that guy David Hemmings was a famous British actor. He was in Blowout, and he was in Deep Red. I was like, wow, he's doing like softcore. And that movie was like, whoa, <laughs> <Yeah>. wow. <laughs> <laughs> there was a time in the seventies where movies like Emmanuel and stuff like that. It was like. It was like it was like not it was a it was above ex, it was exploitation but it was nicely done yeah. so the the pop the people you know the it was like more the, accepting culture of it yeah people couples would go see it because it was like well it's not porn and it's not you know crap it looks kind of nice, porn but not know. really this one was rough she was pretty oh, yeah. Lola was pretty but yeah, it was just yeah, like yeah. what am I watching yeah, here right. <laughs> you know and then there was like torture porn boat where some co-eds go on a and oh. and it's like just rape town, and you're like, oh my god, stop! You know, I gotta take a shower. There was now, some rough yeah. stuff in in this. Um, that was the seventies. Yeah, it was crazy, and then it, there was a couple in there that I was like, this is X-rated. This is what it, what it this is pornographic. Yeah, well, you know? I warned you. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> care. Yeah, that's fine. I warned you. So, um, if you ever find trailer trash, that's cool. But yeah, we I definitely got a couple. Um, well, I'll be off I'll be there. I'll be bringing you some more trailer tapes, and I got a yeah. few more. It, it's a good way to keep our list growing of, of movies we well, gotta yeah, do yeah because you find stuff you go what the hell is that that's and you, you know and I was as, as when I laid down last night after I, I just got done watching most of it I didn't watch and the, th- and the thing about it I'm sorry to interrupt, but the thing about it which is, it is which is good is that just watching this crap will get you to want to see the movie that's how oh, good yeah. these trailers are and, they're, and, and you can see these trailers most of them are boring like there yeah, was yeah, one yeah. where it was like the Deb Gang or Gang Debs yeah 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 Gang and Debs yeah. Y- they could barely get scrape together enough interesting stuff for the for the promo and you're yeah. like oh this is a bad movie did you, you ever know? see the, 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 the Smut Peddler that, no. there's one where there's this guy and he's in this room like tearing the doll's head off Oh, you no. gotta see that. Well, and the, well, there's that. the molester was in there. Like, I didn't see that one. There was a, there's a lot. That's the other thing. When like, cause, they're wrong. Because a lot of these movies, and you you see the titles and you watch these trailers and you're like, man, how many movies are there? Oh. There's got to be a billion movies. Exactly. Like, that's what keeps me going. People go, why do you still watch these old movies? Because there's a shitload of them I've never seen. Like bummer. Never like heard bummer. of it. Bummer. And you're like, well, this looks just wacky. This could have been the next CCN company. Exactly. You know what I mean, but but just Joe Namath wasn't in it, or exactly. or people forgot, you know, exactly. and that's what happened with even this movie that we're gonna watch today. Um, yeah, I don't know. I was looking for something on the internet and I stumbled upon it, and I was like, well, what a stumble! It was a stumble, stumble. Yeah. All right, we're gonna go to a. That's all I watched. That's all uh, Doctor Murray from Parts Unknown watched this week. We're gonna go to a quick music break, and then when we come back. We're gonna talk about our lists that don't exist. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. An army of deadly predators, searching, destroying anything in their path. He's over at Colby's. He's found another 20 or 30 hills just like the one we burned. Why did they come? What do they want? Spiders in this area have organized themselves into an aggressive army. William Shatner, Tiffany Foley, your nightmares will never be the same. Kingdom of the Spiders, rated PG, parental guidance suggested. The Bad Bunch. 
so real, so honest, so brutally violent, that only a few theaters dare to show it. You gonna remember your little visit to our home here. Come on, anybody! The Bad Bunch, mean and wild, they boss the street. I think you black was just so masculine. You've never seen a movie as honest and brutal as The Bad Bunch. Rated R, under 17, not admitted without parent. All right, two more classics for us to watch. Yes, I don't think we, yeah, I don't think we're gonna watch those. All right, so, I have watched them. <laughs> <laughs> you're like I have. We're not. Um, let me tell you about this week's top ten list. Uh, it's the top top ten list that we're not doing. I had this grand idea. See, um, if you listen to the sister show, a bunch of dorks, you heard me really railing on that uh, that share ex sheriff who who murdered somebody uh, for texting in the theater. Um, And my whole angle on that show was that, like, you know, Florida kind of continues to um, kind of embarrass a little bit. Like, we're kind of becoming a national embarrassment a little bit. uh, Florida's always been crazy. For some of that stuff. And I was so disheartened by this freaking ex-sheriff who murdered somebody for texting their daughter um, during previews of a movie that I really railed on him and um and I I have like a loathing hatred for this guy. And so I had written Dr. Morbius from Parts Unknown and I said, "Hey, why don't we do top 10 text messages we would have sent at that moment?" And I I made my list and he made his and then as we were I was thinking about it more and more because today is the family's memorial. I said that's totally kind of too far. So we're just not going to do them. I mean, right. I I have a, I have an alternate thing to talk about, so out of respect, not out of respect for that that ex sheriff, but out of respect for the family, where we've made we've made the right decision and not done the list, which were insanely hilarious. But I might add, you know, uh, since you won't um, hear them, they're nah, funnier. It's okay. We shouldn't, yeah. we shouldn't have even. Yeah, I know. It was just one of those things where um, sometimes I have a bad idea and <laughs> I need the voice of reason to step in. Okay, so instead of that, we're going to talk about something completely different. Um, I found a list of 11 movies that made less than $400 at the U.S. box office. Last year. No, just in, in total. like it, Not in total, but like uh, oh, oh, over oh, the oh. past, I think the oldest one is 96. Hold on, okay. 97, 2012, 2009. Okay. Yeah, 97 is the oldest one. but that, So they're all more current than that. And um, it, it kind of struck me that like, you know these these movies get made. Movies get made, and they and they cost millions of dollars now. I mean, that's the bottom line. You don't make a hundred thousand dollar movie anymore. It just doesn't happen. Um, I'm sure you can, but it just doesn't happen. You know, those don't even see the light of day. So these are all movies that had some type of theatrical release, and usually it's one theater, like the very the 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 one that holds. Um, the the record to this day for of all time grossed forty or grossed thirty dollars. Um, Zizek's Zizek's Road, Z Y Z Z Y X Zizek's Road in two thousand six grossed thirty dollars, and then and as you, as I was reading through it, it said okay, Who's um, uh, Tom Sizemore and Catherine Heigl. It played. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah. It played in one theater, Highland Park Village Theater in Dallas. It played for an entire week. Six that. people saw it. Now imagine that. Imagine like a movie, and these are those are names. Those are people like Here's Catherine Heigl, you know. And here's, Tom. F- here's the thing. 
the trailer trash the trailer trash tape uh-huh those movies made more money than that yeah yeah <laughs> that's what i'm saying like can you imagine that like you're like tom sizemore and Catherine heigl this will yeah. we'll make our money back so they dump like 2.7 bill into it or whatever it was 2 million or something you know in that name tom sizemore doesn't it sound like a porno actor <laughs> tom sizemore in, <laughs> in <laughs> knockers mcgee or mcgillicuddy <laughs> yeah. or whatever the hell it yeah, is exactly, so yeah. that's the the, the all-time lowest gross of 30 dollars then number two is Storage 24, which was released in 2013. That grossed $72. Who's in that? That's uh, a British sci-fi movie. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, John, Johannes Roberts, writer-director, I don't know. Uh, then number three is Dog Eat Dog from 2009. That grossed $80. That one won all these awards at film festivals around the world. Um, Who's in it? Uh, you would think Carlos... Moreno's Colombian crime would, uh, crime world drama Doggy Dog would have had the legs to sustain. No, so yes, uh, nobody. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. It doesn't list who's in them uh, oh, unless it's oh, oh. unless it's somebody you know really. Uh, number four is the Objective from 2009, which grossed ninety five dollars. Since co-directing the Blair Witch Project, the indie movie whose success all other indie indie movies try to recreate the, the Blair Witch, of course. Daniel Merrick has kept a relatively low profile, directing just a couple of films, most of which have gone straight to DVD. But in March of 2009, IFC Films gave this sci-fi flick a limited theatrical release. Very limited. It spent just a week uh, in one theater in New York where it earned a total of $95. (laughs) Um, But there's a bit more conflicting info here. While sources say, like Box Office Mojo uh, lists this, as its only box office take. IMDb's stats show that it earned slightly more north of $2 million when it went to release in L.A. one month later. So, Okay. So then right off the bat, there's there's some, some conflicts here. That's the only one I think that has that on it. Number five is one that I gave a lot of love to uh, not, not uh, two months ago. The Ghastly Love of Johnny X from oh, yeah, 2012. Remember yeah. I was talking about that? Netflix. Yeah, that grossed... $117. That's a very quirky, odd film, but I liked it. And I can't say I loved it. I just liked it. You know, I don't know. It's, um, I think that's the reason I watched it, because it was on there and it was, uh, it was $117. Uh, Pretty Village, Pretty Flame is a Yugoslavian film, which grossed $211. Playback, starring none other than Christian Slater, grossed $264. Uh, let's see, number eight, Intervention. Uh, who was in that one? Oh, I don't know, it's just a tale of, uh, Jennifer Tilly. Oh, okay. Yeah, so here's, okay, Intervention, one theater, three days, $279 in 2007. Uh, that's pretty much the full theatrical story of Mary Mc... McGillicuddy? No, Mc, yeah, Mary Knockers McGillicuddy's yeah. Tale of Addiction. Uh, tale, which, it's called the Tale of Knockers McCalla. <laughs> which won the director a Best Film Award in 2007 at the San Diego Film Festival, a Best Actress Honor for Jennifer Tilly, who was just one member of an enormous cast that included Andy McDowell, Calm, Calm Fury, Rupert Graves, and former Baywatch babe Donna DeErico. DeErico. So that had all those people in it. 
and it grossed two hundred seventy nine dollars, and it had all those awards. Those awards go. don't mean shit. No. That, that's what that means. You know what I mean? Like uh, Trojan War from nineteen ninety seven. That's the oldest of them. Had Jennifer Je- uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt um, in a rom com uh, about a guy who's looking for a rubber. So yeah, whatever. Looking for a rubber? Yeah, no, that's what it is. Trojan <laughs> War. Two years after she became a regular on the series of Party of Five, Jennifer Love Hewitt starred in this rom-com turkey that could roughly be considered a teenage version of Martin Scorsese's Afters, After Hours. Uh, a kid, boy meets world, uh, Will Freddy, Friedley, gets beat up, mugged, and arrested on his quest to find a condom so he can score with his dream girl, played by Marley Shelton. Uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, and that one, $15 million. That one cost $15 million from, to, pro- to produce it, and it made $309. Well, you know, I mean... I'm well, gonna, that's, I'm gonna, a, that's at boss office. Well, that's at boss office. They, they make their money back in uh, in, in overseas. Overseas, uh, DVD, DVD yeah, and no, all that crap. These all but, weren't... But, to- but that idea is, like, totally idiotic. Yeah, yeah. They're trying to find a rubber. Come on. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> Number 10 is The Marsh. No, no, no pun. <laughs> Zing! The number ten is the Marsh, um, and number eleven is Apartment One Forty Three, which uh, grossed three hundred eighty-three dollars. Um, Mexican horror flicked. Uh, blah blah blah. Yeah. I so, gotta see those. I gotta see that list. Interesting list. Um, interesting concept. I never really thought of a movie making sixty dollars. Uh. You know, like, like... I see movies that cost $60, but... <laughs> exactly. We make our living on movies that cost $60. $60 yeah. But when And you're reading these, and you're like, oh, my God, how could they have missed so badly? Was it just no support from the PR department or marketing? Was there no support from people screaming, get this in your theater? I don't really know how that part of it works. Here's what happens, I think, my opinion. I mean, I mean, I don't know about back then, but now... When you go to a movie theater, I mean, again, I haven't been to a movie theater in a while. For, for I remember, a lot of times, they just they're just kind of like filling up the screens with the big hits, you fighting know what I for mean? whatever space they they can get. And then right? one, and then a movie like comes out. Then these movies look pretty like nondescript or whatever. But then a movie comes out, and it's never going to be able to either get viewed or it's just going to be in one theater in one place because every other theater's got to play whatever the new big blockbuster is. So they get squeezed. In the olden days, back when I was a kid and I had to walk to school in the snow for two miles. Uphill both ways. Uphill both ways. Yeah, good. Yeah. On my local theater, you'd see, say, you know, um, the French Connection. But then about, about a mile away, they'd be playing uh, CC and Company. And then if you went like three miles to the other theater, they'd be playing like, uh, you know, Gator with Burt Reynolds. So that's why you had a diversity of movies. Oh, so like like a do- like dollar theaters. There was, no, it wasn't, Budget. it was, it was oh, the big run re- theaters. Oh, okay. And the dollar theaters. You would get, you, you'd have to go to see movies and drive. Nowadays, all the movies are come to you. They're in your neighborhood, but you get a smaller selection oh, because never, the big budget oh, thing. Oh, because you'd look at the newspaper and go like, oh, okay, well, this one's showing here, yeah. but this one's showing here. And this yeah. one's shown here. That's how it was. I mean, th- that's the reason why I, uh, when video came out, a lot of these movies I saw, and I was like, wow. Because when I was a kid and I was like 12, I couldn't, I wasn't going to get on the bus and go downtown to see Scream and Scream again or, you know, Mad Doctor of Blood Island. So until right. it came to TV, I couldn't see them. Until you got older. Until I got older. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. You know, or they played mm-hmm. on TV. 
but like Mad Doctor will be playing downtown. Uh, Screaming Screaming Game might be playing like in North Miami. Uh, you get a uh, Vault of Horror would be playing in Miami Beach. So you're getting this huge diversity of movies all over the place. So you're gonna get more. So now and now, like I noticed that they just play, they open up later and they just play one yeah. movie where they're not doing that Saturday matinee. Like they don't have one, like, they don't have a film that's playing during the day and then they say, okay, put that back I away. I mean, it could, I could be wrong. And maybe I am, because like I said, I haven't been to a movie in years. But it looks to me like movie theaters, when you go to one town, you see the same group of movies, it's, and you go to well, another the town, multiplex. you see the same group of movies. The multiplex has 38 movies on it, and that's there you it. Go. You know? that, that's what kills movies, because it's it, always... Because well, you're like, well, then what... That one place that showed it in Talos, what was it next to the, where they shot it? What Like, how did it get there and nowhere else? Like, I, there had know. to be other places that would have shown this movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I don't know how, I don't know how they distribute it anymore. You know, you know, know hell, the Beast that. Theater would have shown it. I don't know how many people would have yeah. went to see it, but, you know, but, wow. But then again, if you read, like, the actors and the subject matter, most of them are, like, not people that you're going to, like, die that dying to see. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of like, you know, I mean, even, like, What's-Her-Face, um, you know, who was in um, that the first one with, with, with Tom Sizemore or whatever. Was it? Catherine Hagel. Ka- yeah. Hagel. Wasn't Tom Sizemore in jail? I think he like shot somebody or he did something. So we'll look this up. He but shot I think, the producer of that movie. No, probably. but I think he's in jail. I think he got himself into 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 trouble. But anyway, uh, you know, not nothing really. on that one. All right, not really. Okay, I, I don't think the movies are interesting enough. No, they, maybe they after it is. they probably didn't even get that much promotion either. That's what I think. Like especially like the quirky ones, like that ghastly love of Johnny X, that has a built-in audience of people that like weird or quirky stuff. It just yeah. wasn't out there. Like I didn't know it existed till I found it on some list. And you're like, "What's this weird thing?" Yeah, and then, and then nowadays, you know, when it's quirky or weird, it's got to be Tarantino, and that gets played everywhere. You know, <laughs> good point. I mean, yeah, you'll get something that plays on the Sundance Film Festival, and I get a good review, and it may play in some like smaller theaters around the country because there are. But there's probably now that there is a Sundance Film Festival, and there's a bunch of these movies. There's probably competition. To get in these small theaters, yeah, but all these all things freaking the won won awards. Not all of them, a lot of them on Some that list did, yeah. won awards, and you're like, well, what the hell? I don't so, know. Yeah, I don't know. it's very. It was a very ir- weird list. It was very interesting to me. All right, all right, that's it. We're gonna go to uh, some trailers, and then when we come back, it will be our our movie du jour. Harvesting time. Yes, I good. I'm glad you know the name. I didn't even remember the name of this. Harvesting thing. time. Nice. The spirits of the dead can indeed invade the human body. Beyond this gate lurks an experience that will touch a fear you never knew you had. The legend of Hell House. From 20th Century Fox, rated PG, parental guidance suggested. For the sake of your sanity, pray it isn't true. Petey Wheatstraw. Petey Wheatstraw. Petey Wheatstraw. (laughs) That Dolomite man, Rudy Ray Moore, is back funnier than ever in the new movie, Petey Wheatstraw. If you want to laugh your ass off, see Petey Wheatstraw. Rudy Ray Moore is Petey Wheatstraw. Starring Leroy and Skillet, Jimmy Funky Tramp Lynch, and Wild Man Steve. If you don't want to laugh, leave your ass at home. Petey Wheatstraw. Rated R. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. Okay, thank you, Petey. <laughs> Petey, Petey we... Wheatstraw, the devil's brother. Yeah, sure, why not? Starring Rudy Ray Moore. Sure, why not? Um, on, on our trailer break, we went and looked up 
Sizemore and Heigl, and boy, I guess Winners. it couldn't have happened to anyone, to any a better couple. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Sizemore is, is a meth head who's been in out of jail many times. Uh, once for beating up Heidi Fleiss, his girlfriend, <laughs> who's a Hollywood madam, and Catherine Hagel, who, while appears to be very pretty, is a nightmare to work with. So I wish them both the best yeah. in their future endeavors. As yeah. yeah. So okay, what did we watch this week? We watched the real winner. Was it called you. like a what was it called like a, a horror beach? No, it wasn't horror beach. Yeah, there was no beach there. It was, was a blood it, beach. Was it? Was it? Uh, it was blood something. Triscuits harvest. Blood harvest. That's, that's it. Blood harvest. That's it. Yeah. Yes. Comic effect. The, the did film, not work. The 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 debut or the debut <laughs> of the great Tiny Tim's film career. Yes, that's how we got this movie. I was stumbling and bumbling, stumbling, bumbling, bumbling around on uh, the internet, looking. I I forgot what I was even looking at, like or looking for. And I and I just saw one of those like blurbs where it said Tiny Tim horror movie, and I went what? <laughs> and oh damn it! <laughs> I, got, I got I brought I got this out for uh for oh you gotta make the you cut. Yeah. <laughs> You're not gonna sing tip though through the tulip, sorry. Then I saw Tiny Tim, and for those that don't know, Tim Tulip. I I don't this this is my ex- I have That's a, a cool uke- little ukulele. Yes, I have a ukulele, but I can't play it, much like all my guitars. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> so basically, if uh, anyone who doesn't know who Tiny Tim is, he was this anomaly back in the '60s, where who was this? He was on Laughing when I first Laffin', saw that a gigantic guy. guy with curly hair, who played it, who played a ukulele and sang in this very high, tenory. Creepy. Woman voice, like a creepy old woman's voice, kind of. Yeah, he was this big, hairy, goofy, with a big schnoz guy, and he sang these, like, old songs from the 40s in in a falsetto voice. Yes, and he was very odd, and and if you know him, and then it said, oh, in this movie, Tiny Tim plays a clown, an evil clown, and I was like, what is this? And I immediately uh, emailed Dr. Morbius from Parts Unknown and said, yeah. this is what we're going to do next. I knew nothing about the movie. I didn't either. It was 80s. Yeah. It had Tiny Tim as an evil clown. I'm yeah. like, done and done. Yeah. Wrap it up because it's our next movie. Yeah. So you get into this thing and um, it's right off the bat, you can see, it was made for about $45, give or take. But it probably made more than that Catherine Heigl, Tom Sizemore oh, movie. Oh, yeah, of course it did. Yeah, sure. Yeah, because it wasn't Catherine Heigl or, yeah. or uh, Tom Sizemore. But you're, you're, I can't even remember how this thing starts out. Like It's just that woman showing up, right? Like oh, it's, the, it starts off with the murder, and the police are like, and the police go oh, to... Oh, that's right, and there's like this auction. It starts off with a murder, and it's, and it's one of those... This is like an 80s slasher movie, but it's one of those slasher movies where they show the knife go across the neck... And yeah. then the line of blood comes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, ugh! And then, you know, and then you're like, oh, okay, whatever. Like, it's not graphic. It's not torture porn. It's not... It's it's just one of those... It's an effect. It's, it's an effect. effect, yeah. They, they And they just do that squirting blood with yeah. the slow-drawn knife across the neck yeah, yeah, a yeah. lot. They did that a couple times yeah, in this yeah, movie. Yeah, they did, yeah. And then they show, oh, you know, 
then they show like some farmers you don't even know what's going on there's like an auction they're like we're going to have this auction now and I think they're auctioning off. They're foreclosing. Foreclosing on houses. They're, yeah. they're they're foreclosing on houses, but the 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 farmers are like, no, you can't do that. And you're like, what? Yeah, and yeah. and then they kind of fade to black. And you're like, what was that about? Like, why was that a thing? Yeah. You know. And and the guy who's killed is upside down, like a like a pig to the slaughter or whatever. Yeah. Like they were bleeding him or something. Like now, that. where was this filmed? Did you see? I that? did not look at the location, but I'm thinking it's somewhere in the Midwest. Okay, because I thought it would be like uh, almost like Pennsylvania. It looked like Pennsylvania to me. It could be. Uh, it could be. Pen- I know the oh, director. Or Rab- parts of Canada. I even thought I was like, oh, maybe. No, it was no. Bill Rabane, the director who did um, Monster Gogo and the, the <laughs> some other classics like that. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, what was the other one that he did? It was this one. There was Blood Harvest. There was Monster Gogo. Oh, I can't think of the I can't think of the one right now that I watched not that long. Oh, the giant spider invasion. Yeah, that's a classic. Oh, that's right. That's Phil Rebane. Um, yeah. peaceful rural town. Nothing. Yeah, oh, it's filming in locations: Gleason, Wisconsin. Okay, mid, upper Midwest. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay, you could tell, and you could tell this is very heartlandish. Yeah. Um, boy, and that outlandish. one. The one part. This guy's like, I'll give you a ride, yuck, yuck, yuck. And they climb into this glorious 70s Ford oh, yeah. pickup, and it was like... Yeah, but it's 87, though. <laughs> and No, 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 but I mean, this, the yeah, truck yeah, was from yeah. the 70s, and it was like, had those big tires, and it had like the all the racks and the lights and the fog lights that were popular back then. And I was like, oh, man. I went into like relapse of that that when i where i grew up oh, from there right, was yeah. many a bronco and many a big 4x4 four four truck and they were always uh very huge and and redneckish and you didn't know yeah. if the people inside were going to shoot you or just hit you with a bottle or as both. they drove by yes god forbid <laughs> but uh and and i i was like ah oh, i forgot those existed yeah. you know but yeah so anyway and then uh after that that vague blurry auction riot scene whatever you want to call it um we're introduced to our starlet who is a plucky little gal from the 80s yeah um, she only did this one movie yeah th- this is this movie is made up of many who have one credit on imdb except the one guy yeah the, one guy is the like one guy the main still doing stuff yeah he's still doing stuff yeah uh, let's go can you can we go back to the yeah, credits yeah, sure. so we can give the next i forgot her name but she has a itona she, uh, yes, it, uh, it's like okay tiny tomb Tiny Tim, Tiny Tim, Tiny Tim plays Mervo, who like, is Mervo the Pervo. That's not true. I'm, I'm just making that up. No, it's, it's Mervo the something. Right? Mervo the clown. Mervo the clown. And then um, Itonia Selchik. Selchik. Um, not Spellcheck. Who's clearly Selchik. from Wisconsin. That's a Wisconsin name. Very famous up and there. Who's, and who's very it- pretty. Itona Salchek, who's very uh, mid- Midwestern. Yeah, That's not yeah, true at not all. Really. Uh, yeah, Dean West was Gary. He's one. He's a one and dunner. So is Itona. Unfortunately, Lori Minetti, which is Sarah, the very well endowed waitress. Uh, waitress. Yeah. Um, Peter Kraus was the who's boyfriend. Got, who's still doing movies. Yeah, he's the guy, and he's in a ton of TV and stuff like that. Like, yeah, he's done. Um, he's he's doing it to to now. He's doing stuff that's in yeah, production. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and then and then uh, Frank Benson, uh, blah 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 blah. Other, there, you know, other people. There's like twelve other people that are in it, but they're you know nothing. And, um. Itona is shown like kind of getting into town and she meets the waitress and well no first she goes into a bank and they're she's like She's coming back home. Yeah, she's coming back home and uh, and she From goes in, she goes in the bank she's like, "Oh, where are my mom and dad?" and they're like, "Oh, we haven't seen them in a couple of days." This is at the bank. Um so they they were the they were the people for 
the father was the person who was shown getting killed uh, and the, or with the foreclosures right, and stuff right, like that. So yeah. that's the whole thing. She's going home. They're taking away the farms from all the people. Yeah, which is, out. he's doing his job. They had the loans. They had to foreclose after a certain amount of time. Which I think is, is something that was happening back in the 80s, which which kind of like that farm aid concert kind of yeah. like started to give them. But as the farmers were getting, somehow or another, something happened, and then they were losing their farms in the Midwest. Right. So it was topical. Yeah, 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 it was. Um, and, uh, yeah, and farm aid did a lot to yeah. change the world. Yeah. So did um, all the other, what was it? Live Aid and Lemonade and And Band-Aid, Band-Aid, Gatorade. All that uh, stuff is really, really world changing. (laughs) We are the world. We feel good about ourselves now. Exactly. Uh, Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. My brain just got derailed. That other Live Aid, which is called Live Aid, actually brought back Pink Floyd. Nice. Brought back. Yeah. Much to the disagree, much to the chagrin of all the other members, Roger Waters. If you ever watch that performance, they're all playing at the end. They go to Roger Waters, come on, let's hug. And they're all like, no, we don't really want to. And he has to grab them and go, yes, we're going to hug. You know, it was very, you ever seen that before? Yeah. It's, it's, it's bad. I actually anyway. have that version of The Wall. Like with Cindy Lauper and all no, that. No, no, no. It's oh, no, 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 no. That they the, did a four the, set, a four song set at Live that's, Aid. That's right. I remember. Bob Geldof yeah. got them back together to do. Ah, oh, Bob. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, uh, so she arrives and um, Banks like, no, we haven't seen your parents or yeah. whatever. So she goes across, meets the plucky friend who's a waitress. Uh, I'll drive you, and she she drives her out to her house, and uh, she drives this really cool one of those very first Hondas that came into the into the. Uh, country it was a Civic, but it was like that notchback. It was a tiny little car. Okay. Uh, they were really fun. Um, and she drops her off at the end of this long driveway, and I was like, "Why is that happening?" And that's so you can she can like lightly jog yes. up the driveway <laughs> with her gigantic breast. <laughs> yeah, bouncing. Oh my god! And that's what that's the only reason I was like, I was like, because I even struck me. I was like, friends just drive up to a door. Like yeah. they would have drove. They, she would have dropped her off like right at her door. But she sees that there's been, it's been her house has been vandalized and stuff, so she lightly jogs up, and you're like, oh, I see why you're the starlet of this movie. Yeah, we, yes, because uh, 80s were weird. Okay, yeah. so uh, this movie's 80s, but it could have been made in the 70s. Yeah, the only thing that gives it away is the 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 waitress is wearing stirrup pants and the frizzy the, hair. The frizzy hair, and she also has the starlet has that thing where there's like one, uh, the hair. Uh, piles up like in a on the top it goes right on the top uh the the what are those things called pigtail yeah but she got it's rid it's like of that. a single pigtail that goes right on the top she got rid of that thing oh and this way. this starlet hates pants she has she declared war on pants like <laughs> like 20 minutes in never wears pants again she just wears like a one oh, one yeah. man's uh shirt. dress shirt or and little, panties, or a little shorty black uh, shorty uh robe or something yeah like shorty that. robe and but she she hates pants Never, never touches pants again. But with, but those nice legs, you know, of course. I'm yeah. not, I'm not complaining about it. I'm yeah. just saying she, she said I am from now on I will be known as Peter Pantsless. <laughs> so you go. And there you go. So, <laughs> so she arrives and the house is trash and she's like, oh, that's so. What's this about? It's all in red, red paint saying thief and yeah. scumbag and yeah. you know, uh, we are the 80s. We're here. And then, you know. and then I think Tiny. Actually, actually, no. The movie starts off. With Tiny Tim singing oh, that Jack and does, Jill song. It does. Yeah, you're right. That's the way the movie starts off with him. And then when we first see Tiny Tim come in, he starts... Oh, dude. Singing. And Tiny Tim is off the hook. He's just doing his shtick. 
they just pointed a camera at him. I'm not even sure he knew that there was a movie being filmed, yeah. but they put a he had a clown outfit on and and, the, and clown this face. this was a the clown face and it was it wasn't an evil clown it was just a clown face but it was all like clowns the Joker. are yeah all clowns are creepy though yeah and he had like that long jacket with the long tails like almost the traditional clown yeah. outfit you know and he was walking around with this bouquet of flowers right and that that he gave those to her yeah, like to chill he picked off the ground yeah or exactly. So she comes in and she's like, oh, the house is trash. And it says, you suck and scumbag and Reaganomics and all this stuff's written on there is all horrible. And she gets inside and there's like a, she screams like crazy because there's a uh, effigy, uh, like a, a, a dummy h- hanging there yeah, with an arrow yeah, through right, it. Yeah. And she's freaking out and then she walks to the kitchen and then the clown's standing there. <laughs> and she's like, what are you doing? I'm Mervyn. Don't you remember? She's like, oh, yeah. And then, like, then this this like dreamy guy comes in, and and she just starts talking to him, and they don't they they don't acknowledge that there was the dummy hanging there. They don't acknowledge that there was a clown in the in there. They just start talking like, oh, it's been a while since I've seen you. Yeah, and he and, was, but he was like her old. Yeah, he was like their friends. Yeah, and, their and brother Mervo was like Mervo was the, the brother, brother of of yeah, crazy brother of the two friends, of which he was quite smitten with her, and I'm sure her of him, but she went to college and got a fiance. Yeah. Um, some dork. Yeah, some dork. <laughs> Which we'll talk about later. <laughs> and um, yeah. So then she's like, "Oh, okay. I guess I'll go go to my room." And they leave. And then she has a poster. She has a port a poster of Schwarzenegger's Commando. Commando. And I'm like, "That's I not a chick's. That. That's not a chick's room. No nah, way. Nah. No, I don't think no woman has no girl in the '80s had a Commando poster. No, nah, no. Nah. But uh, I I I was like, yeah, go Commando. And then, um, then somebody throws a brick through the window, so she comes down, oh, and she walks to, no, she's like, I'm going to walk to town, but then she starts hearing people, um, uh, running around, and they're all, they're, at this point, you're like, what's going on? And then... Yeah, the guy's in fatigue. They're in fatigues, and then... And with then, guns. Yeah, and she, she gets shot right in the forehead, and you're like, oh, that was a quick movie, but that was just a paint gun, and that's where we're introduced to that, that redneck guy with the gigantic old Ford pickup truck. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, oh, sorry for shooting you. I'll take you into town. You're not going to walk. Yuck, yuck, yuck. And then she goes, oh, whatever. And then he's like, oh, well, he stops, and he's like, okay, we're in town. How about a date? And then she's like, I'm I'm, I'm, a, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm engaged. engaged. And, and what does he say he to goes, him? Well, how about some meaningless sex? Yeah, that was funny. He was like, how about some meaningless, meaningless sex? And then she's like, oh, okay, whatever, and she leaves, and then uh, and she goes to the sheriff, and she's like, oh, sheriff, and this is like a total Roscoe P. Coltrane from, like, uh, yeah. that's the sheriff from uh, from the Dukes of Hazard. and if you know who I said when I'm Roscoe P. Coltrane, then you know what this guy's about. He's a sheriff that couldn't give a shit. Yeah, and he's a uh, hick, yuck, yuck, and he's a really, like, a backwoods hick. And he was waiting, he was he didn't want to be disturbed because he had a softball game. Yes. No, no, and he was, and he was, and he was just um, wow. She's like, "Do I have to go to your house?" And she's like, "Well, yes." They broke the window, and she wrote. He goes, "Oh, can we wait? I've got a game right now." <laughs> oh, she's so funny. And she's like, "But, but I don't know what's gonna happen." She goes, "All right." So he's got his baseball suit on. He puts his like, you know, his, his gun belt, his gun belt on. His like, you know, uh, Jesse James gun belt on. And they go back to the house, and the house is pristine condition. Wow. So he so. Roscoe P. Coltrane's like, yeah, you, you varmint, you, I'm going to Boss Hog, and you're not Yeah, real. well, I'm going to go you're to my crazy. game now. I can make the last inning. Yeah, you're obviously like crazy, that. you woman, and I'm leaving. So he leaves, and then she's all like, oh, I'm so whatever. And then so she, so she's, here's where the nudity gets amped up. She's naked, and 
and uh, then the, the the shower gets turned to all hot. So she like. Well, no, be- before that happens, the you know, the you know the other brother, the the quote unquote normal brother, comes in and he goes like, she goes she goes like, oh, what are you doing here? He goes, oh, I just came by. She goes, well, look at the house, you know. And she goes, and he said, no, I cleaned it up for you. She goes, oh, okay, oh, that's okay. what happened. So it wasn't know? just her dream. No. So then after he leaves, she goes up to take. Her shower, yeah. which of course I remember that scene. This is and this is the start of her being nude mostly the rest of the movie. Yeah, not nude, but not enough, but mostly nude. But yeah, no. and not enough. That's not the, enough, but 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 just just that's enough the to weird give it thing. like a good yeah, like, like she's and this is full on full full yeah, everything whole, full nudity, um, and then she puts she she just is in various states of undress. Yes, yeah, she is, and she's just in various states of like going upstairs, going downstairs, yeah, right, going upstairs, right, going downstairs, yeah. sitting on the couch. Going upstairs, sitting on the couch, going downstairs, sitting on the. This movie is really just like about. Well, never mind that. Let's go here now. Oh well, we're here. Let's go back <laughs> where we were. And that, like that's all. This majority of this movie is literally just watching people walk from one place yep. to another. Yep. And it's and after the town, you're, this is it, folks. The there's house a there's a the barn country, yeah. and there's a road on the country road and then there's like a and then the house and that's it. And you're gonna see the couch. Then you're going to see her room. Then you're going to see for no reason. Then you're going to see her couch. Then you're going to see her room. Then you're going to see her kitchen. Then you're going to see her couch. Like, and you're like, oh, well, boy. Well, in, in a sense, it's like Psycho because Psycho is just <laughs> built around that house. You and, know? And, 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 and in a sense, he means that they're both put on celluloid at some yeah. point. That's the only okay. other co- comparison uh, well, you could make. Yeah. And uh, lots of nudity. I don't know what else to say about this thing. Like... The boyfriend shows up and he's like a total yuppie. He's the most he's like an 80s. He is solid 80s college 80s. guy with, yeah. the, with the with the with the hair and the glasses. And she obviously left the country, went to college, and like, found herself a, a yuppie. Boy. He's yeah. like, all right, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, suspenders are never gonna die. And and then and then he um. So of course, we get another nude scene. Yeah, nude scene where he starts to they they they're gonna make love. Then the phone rings. And then he's like, well, after a workout, I like a beer. And I'm like, what workout? Like, she got more dressed the second the phone rang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, ah, this... A lot of this stuff, the way it played out, isn't how things play out in real life. That's... But they could. No, they don't. Like, especially a college-aged boy doesn't have an off switch until the off switch is hit. Like, like, like he's all wound up and he's kissing her and caressing her boobs and, and playfully almost taking off her panties. Phone rings... He's like, well, okay, I guess I'll go have a beer. And that is not how that works. No. Um, you know, he'd be groping and pawing her while she was on the phone. Yeah. He'd be, you know, like, but whatever. It's so just, that'd be a different movie, though. Yeah, I guess. That's, that's uh, yeah, Behind the Green Door 2, Electric yeah. Boogaloo, yeah, exactly. starring Yuppie Man and Reaganomics. Yeah. And so then he leaves, and but then his car never makes it out of the driveway, which they don't even address again. And he gets murdered, hung up upside down, and killed in the barn. Yeah. By the mysterious killer, who yeah. you know who it is. Yeah, and, oh, God, and everyone runs to the barn, like... <sighs> now, there was one scene, though, that I forgot, somewhere along the way, where the Mervo oh. goes goes to the little house and feeds somebody. And I feeds think this lady, and like... I think it might have been the mom or something. Like, it almost seems like there's a missing scene Yeah, there's somewhere. a missing scene, because Mervo... Merv, <laughs> Mervo the Pervo. Mervo is feeding a woman who's you don't see, and she's tied up in a chair... It's like I brought you some food. Here's a I'm ukulele. Might have been the mom who was still alive. The mom point. was still alive because they never show her get murdered, but they never address it. They never even talk yeah. about it. Yeah. And then the two, the 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 
Oh, before that though, the the guy and the girl went up like, let's go take a walk and play. Jack and walk. Jill, that was the song. The Jack and Jill, and they went up and the, they look. Remember that treehouse we built? I can't believe it's still here. He he he. Oh, and then they're like in this field, and she's like, look, I I met somebody, so sorry about your luck, bro. And he's like, oh, I thought so, and I thought that would happen, and he sulks off. Then he kills the boyfriend, or uh, the boyfriend gets killed by who we don't know who. Don't know who and then spoiler alert, don't tell. And then here comes the 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 bountiful waitress, and she's like, oh, look at my boobs. And then she's like, okay, well I'm gonna go, I'm late for work. And then she gets murdered upside down in her panties and bra. Yeah, and she gets she gets she's running from the guy. And the first thing they do is shoot her hand with a bow with one of those oh, like yeah. bow and arrow things. Or yeah, whatever. she shot and and you could tell it was a rubber hand. Yeah. And there's there's another part where like this meat hook goes into a arm, and you could tell it's just like this piece of rubber. Yeah. And then like later in the scene, like when the guy's chasing. There's no blood on the arm. Like the arm yeah. works fine. It's, it was one of those movies. Like they forget. But it, but it, it wasn't as it wasn't as sh- crappily done as some other ones. It was a little bit better than I thought. Yeah, some. It wasn't that horrid. I shouldn't bag on for, it so for, bad. For you know. the minimal, <laughs> for the minimal special effects that it had, which right. were only like five or six or something like that. You know, just yeah. bleeding. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. Like that. And you know, and 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 when the. When the bountiful waitress gets murdered, that's when you're like, oh, 80s, you're so crazy. Because she's wearing those stirrup pants. Yeah. And if you don't know what those are, you don't know what the 80s were. The 80s had girls wore flat shoes, not high heels. The 70s had like those really va-va-voom, you know, those yeah. high heels and craziness. And then the 80s were like, nah, we're going to go the other way. So they had like just flat shoes and they wore stirrup pants, which were... Like the bottom had like this thing that wrapped around the bottom of your foot, like 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 a uh, horse riders or whatever, right? Like that's where yeah, they got yeah, the name from. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was a it was a very it was a very short lived um, fad, and it was only eighties had that like the stirrup pants. So as soon as you saw her wearing those right before she got disrobed, you're like, oh wow! And then she's hung upside down, and he, and the, the killer always ripped shirts off. He liked to see yes. panties and bras yes. before yes. he killed people and he also chloroformed our jill our 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 heroine heroine, a a couple a couple times and just took off her clothing to take pictures of it yeah the first time he did that and then the second time he he did that and she was and he and he took all the clothes and then he got his clothes and he got on top of her and then she when she woke she went oh it's you yeah Yeah. she's like grody to the max gag me with a spoon i'm so sure he got more chloroform and said hey shut up yeah he's like don't talk like a valley girl and he chloroformed her and she's like oh whatever gag me with some chloroform but she wakes up and pushes him away and she's like i you know besides my mom and dad and my boyfriend i love you you know you're fourth. yeah i love you like fourth or fifth after merv and yeah and that bmw my boyfriend and drives. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're like above you just a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit, yeah. And I'm like, so sure, take me to the Galleria. Yeah. No, there was no, there was no Valley Girl in this movie. For how uh, 80s it was, there was, it was, it was, it was in Wisconsin. That's probably it. They probably didn't Maybe have Maybe the Wisconsin Valley Girls, but I don't know. They're like, know? take me to the Cheese Dairy. Yeah, there's something like that. I don't know. <laughs> but, but yeah. Wow. Dis in Wisconsin. No, well, you know, yeah. I saw a dude driving a motorcycle yesterday. And he and he had uh, he was all decked out in Wisconsin Green Bay Packers stuff, and his helmet was it was a motorcycle helmet, but it was it was replicated the Green Bay the Packers, Green Bay Packers helmet. That's cool. It was really cool. I that's was like, cool. oh, yeah, dude, you know, like I, I don't dislike the Green Bay Packers, yeah. but they're not like my favorite team or whatever. But I thought that was so cool. He yeah. was so into it, dude. He was like, I was like, yeah, <laughs> Packers, jeez. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. So uh, then then she's like, oh, that's weird. I I'm not. And she puts on some clothing, and then 
she's like ah and then she runs and she runs right to the to the to the uh barn because that's where everyone runs and this is where in the movie and the movie has been a, con- a blurry confusion filled like plotless thing up to yeah, this point. Yeah, it's just it's just meanders till you get yeah, there's to the no, final. There, there's it's not that there's no plot. Which I it's have just, no problem with. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not that there's no plot. It's just hard to like follow it. It's just kind of like what are we doing here? Okay, you know, and that and now it's, this is a, it's a quote unquote murder mystery. Yeah, and now this one is where it just rattles apart. Oh, because they're like, well, she goes and then they're finally and she goes into this room, and Mervo's there and he's like, oh, I need you to see these pictures. And as soon as they opened the door, I was like, ah, I saw a gun rack. I would have gotten that gun so freaking fast and just armed myself, but she didn't. But I was just like, oh, finally a gun. That's what I would have said. Yeah, yeah, and I would right. have just loaded it and started blowing people away. But so she's like there and, and she's finding these pictures and then she's like, oh, he's like, I told you I wouldn't tell. And then then he comes in, the, the what's his name? The, Bill. Uh, Bill, yeah. So Bill comes in and that's Merv's brother and he's the one that's been doing all this cutting, throat cutting and stuff. And um, and it just starts to really rattle apart, and they start fighting, and he's and, and Marvel goes to grab a, a, scissors. a scissors to stab him, and then all of a sudden Jill finds sees a gun, gun yeah. like a twenty two, and shoots Mervo. Yeah, he shoots him right through the like the gut, gut shot. Yeah, gut shot. Yeah. So he's not dead, but whatever. And then she like runs away. I didn't mean to. And, and then Bill goes after her, and he's like, "Yeah, good job, you know, because <laughs> I'm really the killer, you know." Yeah, she thought the clown was the killer, but really it was him. So he he grabs her and he knocks her out or something. He takes her to the barn and he's he getting ready her, to yeah he's know. gonna rape her and he's then ready, uh, he's gonna kill her too yeah i would assume in one of the, in one order or another yeah and then um i mean they fight and stuff like they that, fight he, and that's where she hooks his arm with a yeah. with like a it's not even a pitchfork it's just some weird it's not a real tool i don't even know what it was yeah, it's yeah, just like yeah. a like a sickle kind of and then you think with his arm you know bleeding and laying there he, she could get away but she runs like three yards and he catches her yeah you know? she's really not very she's good not at very survival fast. So anyway, he's uh, he is ready to. Bill gets her. He's ready to kill her. And all of a sudden, you hear boom. The door opens and somebody shoots Bill. And it's no, but you missed the whole part. The confusing part. Which was confusing. She runs away and she's like goes into a different barn. And then there's like this gutted animal hanging up there. Oh, that's right. I thought, Mer- was, I thought that was the same. No, barn. that was, was a different, different barn. barn. She okay. runs out and then and he's like, oh, ha 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 something i don't know talking and you're like oh my well, god he's chasing her yeah but that's what i mean like it's this slow yeah, chase yeah, and you're just yeah. like oh would somebody just and i knew it was going to happen i knew it was going to happen before it even happened you, you did you really think that yeah i did i said it out loud and then it really happened dead nope because of where he got okay. shot and then and and i was like oh because she's tied up and this is like the finale finally he gets her and the the the, the strange weird called us slack about the the dead animal's gone behind him now and he's like i'm gonna finally whatever i'm gonna do with you and he pulls up a knife to kill her and then he gets shot yeah. and then then mervo is the one that saves her she's like oh thanks sad clown <laughs> and then she leaves with him and then i was like oh you damn it i know what's gonna happen next and they slow pan in and boom bill opens his eyes again yeah that's right yeah. i'm like you suck yeah. I was the end. The end. But um wow. Yeah. This is one of those movies that kind of it didn't I'm not it didn't hurt cuz there no. was enough nudity to keep no, it, it interesting, hurt. but it was like eh, I don't know. It was no different than like Future War or 
or some of those other ones that are just werewolf, where you're just like, what the hell am I even watching? It's just confusing, and it's just really poorly edited, and, you know, nothing of interest really here. I'm going to give it like a six. What are you going to give this thing? I liked it better than you did. Yeah, you did. I know yeah, you did. I liked you... it better than you did. I thought it was like, I, thought, I liked it because it was a movie I had never heard of before. Uh-huh. Yeah, this was out of nowhere, man. It was like a discovery that I'd never heard of Just... before, which is always gives it like points in my... Yeah, I was so happy to find this. Yeah. So I was like, like, yeah. So I was like, okay. I mean, the actresses were cute, and and you know the one girl, you know Jill, you know displayed herself and very pretty and very nice. <laughs> she, she was had proud the of shower. the peacock. She had, she was uh, had the shower scene. You know, we got it, it, she did. You know, there was a little more going on. Because I thought I w- I thought this was going to be one of those. It was going to be psycho. No, no. Some some of the B movies don't have enough money to pay people to take clothing off. They had Do you know what I mean? Them. Like, what you know what I'm saying? Like, where there, it's a bad movie, and there's no skin, and there's no blood, and you're like, okay, what am I watching here? This one, at least, they ponied up, they paid her, yeah, or she was just didn't care. And um, I mean, you know. Tiny Tim was genuinely weird and bizarre yeah, he was, and he creepy. Was. He was a good clown. The, the, the brother was a, was decent enough. I mean, he's still working today. Yeah, and true. um, you know, everything you said is true. It was just shot in a barn or a little area there. It's cheaply made. Yeah. But it ha- it gave me that seventies exploitation vibe that I like so much. Yeah, and Bill Rebane, of course, from the giant spider invasion. So I'm gonna give it an eight. An eight. Nice. Yeah, I'm an uh, eight. I know you were wavering on even going up to as high as a nine. Yeah, no, I'll give it an eight because you know, when we were talking about it, I thought about it more and he goes, Yeah, you're right, it was a little bit slow. And there were some scenes where they could have been even more gratuitous and they stopped. Yeah. But, you know, but still... And there was some stuff... Yeah, like, well, like, even the mom... The, yeah. edited, the, the mom were like... We, we're assuming it was the mom. Who the hell knows who it was? Yeah, and there was that scene. But but for what it is, it wasn't boring. I mean, it was it was confusing, no, it but it wasn't boring. It was confusing as hell. It was confusing. I'm like, but, what are we watching but here? so is life. So, <laughs> there you go. So, you know... Uh, blood story. Harvest. It's like life. It's like life. In only Wisconsin with, in only with, bo- only with boobs through All Bill right. Rubain's <laughs> eyes. Thank you, Bill Rubain. All right, that's it for this week. We'll see you next week. Got anything else? That's it. That's it. That's all, folks. Go, Tiny Tim. Go.